0: In this episode of Social Media Secrets, we are going to talk about what to do when there's a new algorithm. And goodness gracious, do I ever know. There are so many new algorithms kicking in, it can be a little stressful and overwhelming. Don't you worry, you are safe listening to this podcast because today we are not tapping into shame or guilt or uh, festering in failures, it happens all the time. New algorithms are just a part of our lives. So let's dive on in. Okay, I wanna share this because I've noticed that there have been some really big algorithm changes on several different platforms lately. Number one, on Facebook, believe it or not, Uh, I've been scrolling through my newsfeed and the experience of scrolling through my newsfeed on Facebook right now feels a lot like old Facebook, which is a very good thing. I'm seeing posts from pages that I follow. I'm seeing posts from people I haven't seen in a while. I'm seeing all kinds of value on Facebook. So that's one major algorithm change that I am so excited about. And by the way, as I'm recording this podcast, I'm also doing my makeup because we have a full packed day today. And if you're anything like me, we've got a lot going on and there's not always time to get to our makeup. So I'm doing my makeup and I'm also streaming on TikTok. So as you hop on the TikTok Live, double tap the screen anytime that you hear something that's encouraging or uh, is validating, or it challenges you, you learn something new, double tap that screen so more people discover this. Okay, so the other two places where I've been noticing some new algorithms, and I'm also going to talk just briefly about YouTube Shorts as well. There have been some changes on YouTube that I'm really excited about, but I've noticed that there have been algorithm changes on both TikTok and on Instagram. Now on TikTok, oh my gosh, everyone and their mother is talking about all of the changes because it looks a lot like everyone's got low views, but uh I'm going to talk about exactly what's happening in just a moment and then on Instagram this is kind of crazy and I like to be transparent about this. I've actually lost almost 2000 followers on Instagram over the last month, which is kind of crazy. It's actually probably less than that, but it uh upon at least peaking, it looks like we've lost about 2000 followers. Now, I want to talk real fast about the difference between IG and TikTok's changes. On Instagram, Uh, for me, I know a lot of the loss of followers comes from showcasing my postpartum body. I always lose followers when I talk about that and I don't even care. Honestly, if someone is like, ew, I don't want to see your stomach. Okay. I don't want to see you following me. Totally fine. I'm not offended at all. So that's one thing I've been noticing on Instagram and we'll talk about more of those changes in just a moment. But the TikTok one is messing with a lot of people's heads have you been noticing that everything's been changing on tiktok because the experience that we've had over the last two years has evolved and rightfully so by the way you guys the reason that we stay on platforms long term is because they evolve and i know that as creators sometimes it can be like ah don't change don't change like i finally figured things out now you're changing but the truth is every time that there is an algorithm update it is basically a fresh slate. Everyone has an opportunity to grow again. It means that what's worked in the past may not work now, and that's a good thing for all of us, as crazy as it sounds. It keeps people on the platform for longer. Every change is created or rather put into place so that the overall experience in the app is better. And I know there's a lot of rumors like, Oh, TikTok is just doing that because they want people to pay for advertising. And I don't necessarily agree with that, believe it or not. I think that they're actually changing their algorithm so that only the content that retains viewers is being seen. So what this means is it's a forced up level for all of us. And I'll be super transparent about this. Sometimes I hit the mark, Sometimes they don't. It's totally fine. It's okay to have content that flops. It's okay to have content that goes viral. But I will tell you, you rarely get the virals without experiencing the flops as well. It's a totally natural part of growth. Okay? Now, Instagram, it's interesting because Instagram recently said that they were going to be deprioritizing quotes and photos and all of that but that has not been what I've been seeing. In fact, I've been seeing them intentionally pushing out more photos, which is kind of weirding me out. If anything, what I think they're really doing is deprioritizing photos, quotes, graphics that are not getting traction, which is good and bad. Once again, this is good for marketers who evolve. This is bad for anyone who is averse, change averse. So keep in mind, this is a chance to honestly up-level once again our, our skill sets. Now, Instagram has said recently that we need to move to three to five hashtags, but yet, you guys, the wild part, and I this like blows my mind, so I have to say this with a grain of salt. TikTok, uh, Instagram itself said three to five hashtags maximum, but yet, so many of my students and myself, we've all been testing three to five, 10 to 15, and 30, and 30 still seems to be getting... The majority of the reach so what I'm gonna tell you is oftentimes when you connect with these different brands or when you take the brands recommendations the platforms recommendations sometimes they don't even know what's gonna work and a great example of this is yesterday I had a call with YouTube corporate it was awesome We were talking about YouTube shorts and I will break that down at some point. By the way, if you want to hear me break that down and you're on the TikTok live, double tap the screen and put shorts in the comments because I want to talk more about it pretty soon here. And if you're listening to the podcast, feel free to send me a message on Instagram and let me know if you want to learn about YouTube shorts, because one of the big things that blew my mind, I was on with a ton of really well-known creators from TikTok specifically. And it was awesome because our talent agent set us up with that call with YouTube directly. But ready for this? This was what blew my mind, and this is oftentimes what I discover when you have calls with any given platform. Any given platform, they don't really always know why things work. They don't really always know when things are going to work, and they don't even know what is going to maximize our results. And so as awesome as that call was, and I know that some people who are hanging out here have actually were on that call with me, most of their answers were basically, Try it test it. It depends. It like went on and on. And and they, you know, I was asking and other people were asking, like, should we have multiple channels? And the answer was pretty much, it depends. Try it. Uh, how many hashtags should we use? It depends. Try it. <laughs> how many should I post per, per day? Uh, we don't really know for sure. Try it. See what works for you. Like those things kept coming up over and over and over again, which reminded me of the thing that I'm constantly reminded of. And that is that the platforms can't always predict what's going to work and they don't always even understand exactly why certain things work. Um, Case in point, Instagram, you know how we all get that little notification, this post is performing better than 95% of your posts. Nine times out of 10, that's actually not true. That's usually a post that's actually doing terrible. And they recommend promoting our posts that are doing the worst, which tells me these platforms don't even always know what's going to work. So we all have to be consistently testing things, which is going to bring me to 10 major points to keep in mind with all of these new algorithms. You guys ready for this? We're going to dive in deep. So if you're liking this, if you're listening to the podcast, screenshot this episode, feel free to tag me on Instagram. I love to share those back to my my own stories I'm um, at the Mrs. Peterson on uh, Instagram. And if you're watching on TikTok, double tap that screen so more people can hear this. Okay. So number one, algorithms change all the time they change in little ways they change in big ways they change consistently in fact did you know just on facebook alone on at any given time there are 1000 different iterations of facebook so we don't even have the same exact experience on facebook at any given time because they're testing things they don't know exactly what's going to work and retain the audience so that gives us all a lot more permission to test things and the truth is i'm willing to bet That TikTok didn't predict that berries and cream was gonna be as big of a hit as it was, but yet here we all are singing, I'm a little lad, everywhere we go. So keep in mind that these algorithms are changing all the time. And every single time that a new algorithm kicks in, it's an opportunity for us to test, up level, and evolve our marketing. I'm gonna put that a different way as well, because I know sometimes people are like, how am I supposed to win if everything's always changing? All right, buckle up, Buttercup, because. That's life. Life changes all the time. It's kind of like when you have kids and you know, when you first have kids, you think like, oh, I've got this. Once you finally got like one season down, you're like, I am a pro at parenting. And then your kid goes into a new season or they teethe or suddenly they go into a hitting season and you're like, ah, what just happened? I don't know anything about parenting. The same thing happens on every single platform. It's a chance to evolve. It's a chance to grow. And the truth is, it's pretty universal. Almost everyone's experiencing it. Now, one thing I was talking with, I will not say who, about uh, about TikTok in particular is that TikTok does pick favorites. They probably won't ever confirm this behind the scenes, but they do pick favorites whose content is pushed out more than anyone else, and it's something we've watched for a long time. Now, is it fair? Whatever. Fair isn't a part of life, if I'm being honest, but TikTok does pick their favorites, so if you see people who are consistently going viral over and over and over again, just remember that sometimes TikTok picks favorites. Once again, not always fair, but neither is life, so... uh, I have not consistently been one of their favorites, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm just going to keep on uh, creating. So if you see people who are not affected by algorithm changes, keep in mind that TikTok has their people that they go to time and time again as their case studies for success, okay? So totally fair, Um, <laughs> totally unfair, but fair to recognize that most of us are not going to be a platform's favorite necessarily. Okay, awesome. It is what it is, right? Number two, most of the the content that we see on our Discover tab, on the For You page, on the news feed, on the dashboard of YouTube, that is content that's already performing well. It's being recommended. And especially if you see content that has a lot of views, a lot of likes, a lot of engagement, you need to remember that every single piece of content that is performing well is leaving clues. Now, this is really fun. A lot of times people are like, wait a second, you mean to tell me that I have to become a detective? Yep. Absolutely. It's the best part of our jobs. We get to become detectives and study things. In fact, who here has noticed that when I did that, I studied 937 viral videos. I was actually just talking about a real process that I do every single Friday, which is a deep dive and research into what is currently working. Because just like who here has ever known like a legend on any given platform who died out? or stopped getting views, or stuff just didn't work anymore, or their content felt outdated. That is oftentimes because they didn't evolve with the platform. We all have to be committed to evolving with the platform. Now, one thing that I want to share about TikTok in particular is that they are not immediately releasing brand new videos to the For You page, which as a creator or a marketer, it seems like bad news, right? Totally fair. Um, It doesn't seem like it's good news, but for user experience and retention on the platform, it's actually a good thing because they're mostly releasing. and pushing out the content that keeps people excited about this platform. So as much as it's annoying as a creator and a marketer, keep in mind that they are overall not as focused on the creators and marketers as they are on the user experience and what keeps people spending time on this platform. And guys, it's working. TikTok has a billion users now, excluding China. And number two, Their watch time keeps increasing. I mean, a year and a half ago, they were saying like, oh, our watch time's at 51 minutes per day. Now it's at beyond 82 minutes per day. And TikTok has exceeded the overall watch time of YouTube. So all of these platforms are mostly thinking about what is the user experience? What's gonna keep people here? what is going to make people excited about our platform and so as annoying as it is as a creator we can learn from what changes they're making so just keep creating great content even if it doesn't get released to the for you page immediately even if it doesn't hit the dashboard right away one of the things a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their brains around is uh, and, and mostly people who want to be like negative is that Most of our content isn't always going to perform right away. That's why evergreen is a powerful thing. Evergreen means that your content can perform not just today, but over the next week and truthfully over the next month. Now, uh, I want to share one more. Actually, let's just dive into the next point. If you're enjoying this, screenshot it, share it, uh, tag me on Instagram so I can reshare it on my stories. And if you're enjoying this on TikTok Live, keep on tapping that screen so more people can discover this information because I think a lot of people really need this encouragement right now. Okay, number three. Watch your analytics on every single platform. As some of your older content goes viral or starts gaining traction, this is a really good sign. Uh, What you can now do is step back, and personally, I like to take Fridays for this. On Fridays, I like to review what's worked in the past, what's gaining traction now. For example on youtube people don't always watch content the day it comes out they may watch it for years to come and i have content from two years ago that is still performing and i have to do this really funny meta thing you know how it's like we sometimes pretend like we're not multitasking i'm totally multitasking this morning i was listening to motiversity and guess who was on it someone who just commented on my tiktok live truck gordon truck gordon was in a motivational video that i was watching this morning as i was getting my weights in so kind of wild to remember that sometimes we have to go back and look at our older content that is performing now. So as you see your older content taking off, as much as you like what you're doing today, do a little bit of what you're doing today, but then also say, what can I do that's more of the same of the content that's performed in the past? Number four, this is big and I touched on it briefly, but study content that's going viral, not just yours, but also other people's. And I literally create spreadsheets of viral content, of top performing content. And I really like to see what do these things have in common? I sit down and I literally take notes yes this is straight up nerdy drop some love if you are like this is nerdy because i love to nerd out on what's working and i will look at everything from what kind of outfits are they wearing are they trendy what do their backgrounds look like what kind of information are they are they sharing what's their overall vibe uh, how did their cuts look? Is it one solid take or is it a bunch of little short cuts that like have attention tension resets built in? Is it high quality content? Is it shot on an iPhone? All of these things are important to keep in mind as you study this content. And a wild thing is every single quarter, we compile all of our top performing content, study those, that content's uh, patterns, and then create more content just like that number five you ready for this this is specifically for TikTok. okay if you dis- if you uh find a viral video simply duetting it or stitching it to share a different viewpoint or to elaborate on the viewpoint can perform really well because that video already has a track record of performing. I sometimes like to duet these. Sometimes people will be like, I'm gonna duet this video because I really like it. But it's not likely to perform if the original didn't perform, unless you're adding a super crazy take on it. So you can actually, Duet a video that's going viral in order to suddenly boost your views and honestly get more people to your profile. So duet and stitch content that is already performing to get an instant boost in everything that you're doing, okay? Number six, you've got to start with an attention grabber that hooks people into the end. I really, truly mean this. Uh, Oftentimes, the smartest people aren't heard because they're not grabbing attention in those first three seconds, truly. This is why I talk a lot about hooks, and I know some people get annoyed about me talking about hooks all the time, but there's a reason that I'm talking about them. You can take the same piece of content and present it just as the content versus adding a crazy and wild hook in at the beginning and the one with the hook is going to outperform every single time. Now sometimes, sometimes I test really wild hooks and they'll go pretty viral and not always positive viral. For example, I had one that was a 60-second tutorial and if you give me 60 seconds I'll show you X, Y, and Z and a lot of people got really mad about that. I'm not scared to test things though because these hooks These hooks are what allow you to be seen. And like I say this all the time, it is not always the smartest person or the most talented person whose content is being seen. The person who's being seen is the one who has learned how to capture attention. Game changer. Number seven, original content performs not just today, not next week, but for years to come. So when we create evergreen content, meaning it's the same today, generally speaking, it's the same a year from now, that content is likely to perform over and over and over again. The reason I love this, if I were just a content creator, just a content creator, I have to put that in like uh, air quotes because content creators have a really hard job. That's a lot of pressure. So if I just created content all day and that's all that I did and didn't run two businesses on top of that, not to mention like uh, writing a book and handling speaking gigs, etc. I would <laughs> just create tons of original content uh, and trends to like boost as well. So tons of original content and then also tons of trends to boost the immediate viewers. But the problem with trending content is that. It's not always going to perform well. So evergreen content builds over time, which is really, really powerful if you look at the long-term longevity of a platform. Now, I'm a busy mom. I know some of you guys listening to this are really busy in your life, right? Like, life has a lot going on. We have activities four to five times a week. Sometimes we have double headers on Sunday for softball. And I don't always have the time to create the content I'd like. So when I focus on evergreen educational content, that means that my content is going to perform longer for me. And as much as I'd like to always be going viral instantly with trends... That would be fun and great and all, but it puts you onto this content creation hamster wheel. And if you're like me, life is crazy and busy and I don't have the time to just be constantly on that hamster wheel. I need my content to perform longer than when I just create it and longer than just a couple of weeks. Number eight, oftentimes my followers will get stuck. And I bet you've experienced this on different platforms. Just like even on Instagram right now, I'm losing followers and that's totally fine. This will probably happen for up to one more month before we get traction going again. Whenever your followers get stuck and you're at a standstill, there's part of us that tells us to like hold back and not create because you're like, well, if if creating this content made me lose X number of followers or if I'm stuck, maybe I just need to wait for this to perform. But the truth is every single one of us loses followers every single day. Did you get that? Every single one of us loses followers every single day. The only way to actively make sure that you are gaining followers is to put out new content. I actually did a breakdown on Instagram. It might be on my YouTube at some point uh, where I broke down the stats and we really truly identified that at least on Instagram, for every piece of new content that a creator was putting out there, they were gaining between, on average, 100 to 500 net followers, or uh, yeah, net followers per day. So 100 to 500 net followers per piece of content. So if we know that to be the case, that makes me say like, oh shoot, we all just gotta keep pumping out content. That's kind of fantastic. And once again, I don't have all day to create content. And I know a lot of people listening to this also don't have a ton of time to just pump out content. But if you think about it, that each and every single piece of content has the ability to bring you new followers, it's going to push you to try things and evolve. Number nine, this is big. You got to up level something, okay? Okay. If what you're doing is not working, you've got to, number one, go back to point number four, studying content that's working, start researching other people, start trying something new. But you've gotta up-level something. So either spending more time in writing great content, actually truth be told, if you already have great content, just piece uh, new awesome hooks on the front of all of your existing content and repost them as new contents because oh my gosh, it's a game changer. You can start working on collaborations, up-level your lighting, your editing, your filming quality, or overall just work on your timing of your content. There are people who have really funny jokes that don't sound funny because their timing's off. So sometimes I'll notice that people's pace don't match the platform and they lose followers or they lose opportunities even if their content is fantastic. I actually know um, a couple of, this is going to sound crazy, but it's Actually, true. I know several billionaires who don't get the traction that they deserve on different platforms only because their timing is that of a billionaire. Like it's slower, it's chiller. They're not trying to grab attention anymore. And so a lot of their content is completely missed. So you have to try something different because <coughs> you can't keep doing the same thing that isn't working and expecting a different result. So something has to change. Number 10, when in doubt. Just go to Answer the Public. You can pay for one month, $97. Download hundreds of questions related to all the keywords that your audience wants answers to and create answers to all of those questions. Of course, start with a juicy hook, pack it full of value, and then repeat, 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 repeat. And I just do have to say, oh my gosh. If all you did was create several of these per day, within a year, you would be positioned as an absolute expert, a go-to authority. So I know that you probably enjoyed this episode. Do you like how I assume that? I know that you probably enjoyed this episode. If you wanna learn more about growth on any given platform, I pump out three to five free YouTube tutorials every single week, 100% free. I don't ever expect you to ever buy anything from me, but you can if you want. All of this to say, though, I'm rooting for you and supporting you in your growth journey. I will catch you later. Bye for now.